changing, so why not be prepared for its seasons as well? Now is the time to build your team of pros, your checklist of wants and needs, and more so you can be ready for anything that comes your way. As a potential buyer or seller, let us at best help you prepare for both the storms and the sunshine. For help in every season, call me Colton at 675-BEST and visit bestwy.net today. Proudly brokered by EXP. Wearing Sheridan Chevrolet has just slashed prices on over 40 new and pre-owned trucks and SUVs in stock, but here's the catch. The countdown's on, and you've got to hurry down and take advantage of these incredible incredible deals before the end of the year you're gonna save thousands if you've been holding on your weight's over today's the day the final closeout of the year wearing Sheridan Chevrolet sales teams in place this is what you've been waiting for experience the wearing Chevrolet way of buying a vehicle 107 East Alger this is public pulse your information and conversation program brought to you by First Federal Bank and Trust you can voice your opinion by calling 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. Now, your host for Public Pulse, Aaron Palmer. And good morning. Public Pulse presented by First Federal Bank and Trust. Aaron Palmer filling in for Floyd Whiting this morning. And joining me today's show for the entire length of the show are Lieutenant Devereaux Johnson and Sergeant Dan Hilsebeck. That is correct. Did I say that correctly? That was well done. All right. With the Sheridan County Sheriff's Office. Okay. Yep. And yep. there are a number of things. Is it crazy during the holidays? You know, I don't know. I don't know if crazy sums it up. It's it's uh, It's been kind of a weird winter, and, you know, obviously, as everyone knows. Um, and we'll talk about that more here in a minute as right. well. But, uh, you know, things have been steady, I, I think, is still a, a decent word to, to use, you think, Dan? I, would... I think it's been steady, status quo, um, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Uh, Nothing crazy out of the ordinary, then? Just Not out of the ordinary, okay. I would say maybe yeah. more of the traffic-related stuff because we've had less snow than expected. Right, mm-hmm. right. Um, but, yeah. but steady, typical. It's coming. Yeah. It yeah. is coming. It's coming. It is. We, uh, but I've seen the weather, and it's like I know. <laughs> right. weeks and weeks and yeah. weeks out, yeah. but I guess it's mm-hmm. coming. Well, but we always get our snow, you know, February, March, right, April. So. Right. Thankfully, yeah. we had a bit of a white Christmas. Yeah. 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 I know. I, know. I was shocked that it got up and all of a sudden it snowed. Right. There was yeah. probably not some folks too happy about it, but I, I, I know we were at my house. A little bit of snow, yep. you know, is better than none for yeah. Christmas. But, and the kids are all uh, right. Yeah. All of us kids yeah. at whatever age. Right. You know, right. Snow on the yeah. ground at Christmas. Yeah. It's just right. Us, yeah. us included. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've <laughs> got a, I've got a three-year-old at home that definitely wants the snow and the sledding time and sure. all that. And, sure. I, uh, I'm, I'm waiting. I'm anxious. I'm, I'm ready. I grew up uh, <laughs> back in Oregon. And so when we had a white Christmas, it was a rare thing. Usually it was just raining. But sure. it was nice. There were a few times growing up that we had a white Christmas, and it was just kind of a magical thing. Right, right. Then, you, then, you, then I moved back here, and it's like people are like, oh, I'm really not liking the snow. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I still like yeah. the snow, even though you got to drive. Yeah, got to love it. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, I suppose we better get after this. We got quite a bunch of stuff to cover. Yeah. Um, the first thing on the list here, red grade road closure. Let's talk about that. Yeah. That's an annual thing. It right? is. Okay. Yep. Yep. Every year, December 15th until um, the following year on April 1st, red grade is closed to all wheeled vehicle traffic. Um, and, you know, like we were just saying, I know it's been a weird winter. It's It's been light. There's been almost no snow. Um, that road is still closed. It's it's still tr- uh, closed to wheeled vehicles. Tracked vehicles can go up, um, and that's the access that's there. But now, Let me interrupt yeah, you there absolutely. because at the county commission meeting, the last one I was at, there were a bunch of people that were talking about that have 
property cabins up in that right. area. Right. And there's no snow on the ground up Correct. there on the road. Right. So they were right. like, why can't you guys just yeah. let us drive yeah. up there? Right. Because if they take tracked vehicles, that will probably do more damage to the road. Yeah. So it, it's kind of a catch-22 there. What, what happens in that instance? It, because the commissioners were like, you know, we we have to deal with Forest Service sure. up there on this, so that's why we have to do this. Correct. Yeah, and, and that's and, why. Yeah, you know, and there's there's it's it's a standard that's set every year. You know, ultimately you start changing things and things. You know, there's there's still further closures up the road from the Forest Service sure. as well. Um, that you know, ultimately we have to remember that there's. I 100% understand the inconvenience. I really do. Um, but we also have to keep in mind that the vegetation up there, the Forest Service, folks who know what they're talking about much more than what I do. With, I'm just a you know a, a criminal law enforcement deputy. Mm-hmm. These things are put in place for a good reason. Um, and ultimately, we're just trying to make sure that folks are aware, as far as the criminal law, the state, the state statute goes, that it is still an enforceable state statute that we don't want you to see or get yourself put in a situation where you're stuck up there thinking everything's good. And then suddenly it's like, well, I thought I could get up because... We've had a light winter and everything's are fine. Then you get too far up and suddenly you're not uh, um, you're not able to get back down or you're or you're stuck up where the sign is stuck or you're in violation of the state statute, which is of that sign up there that specifically shows that there uh, that is closed and from December fifteenth to April first. If you violate through that um, and go past that sign and travel on that, you're still violating that state statute. That's a five hundred and seventy dollar fine. That's um, significant. Yeah, and we just. Like I say, we're not out to get people. We're not out to uh, cause, you know, any more, um, you know, discontent around it. But we do want to make sure that people are aware um, that that road is still closed. And, and I would even, if you don't mind, I'll Go just ahead. chime in. But the, the priority is always safety first. Sure. Regardless of what a right. statute would say, this year especially, when we get the condensation, the snow mountain, things like that, those roads are incredibly slick going up the face of the mountain because a lot of that is in um, shadow area. Mm-hmm. Um a wheeled vehicle and the, the issues when whenever the weather's like this is extremely evident that um, we're stuck halfway up and now trying to figure out how do we get a tow truck up there, which is tearing up the road even more mm-hmm. than it would have been because um, they're having to use specialty anchor systems and things in order to be able to recover vehicles. And so really the priority is safety. And, and this time of year when the temperatures drop, whether or not there's snow on the ground, I, ice is still a very real issue on that road. Um, and, and so that's why this is actively in place, because with the condensation, the snow melt, the light rain that comes in, um, it, it freezes overnight, and that road is very hazardous. So even though the, there's not snow up there per se, people need to be aware that there still could be issues. Yeah, it, it, if you ever come down red grade when it's slick and icy, I guarantee you probably don't want to do it again. <laughs> um, I had a friend that called me, and this was on the south end of the Bighorns down around KC. There's, I can't remember the name of the road, but he had gone up there because it was spring and like late spring mm-hmm. and beautiful day, like 70, 75, 80 sure. degrees and down below. Right. And so he like, hey, hey I'm going to drive up here and take a, you know, back roads thing and come back up on 16 and come back home. He got most of the way up in there and ran into, he buried his Jeep and it was a four wheel yeah. drive Jeep yeah. and thought he was fine. Mm-hmm. And he buried that thing clear up to the top of the the hood right in the snow up there and it just he came around a corner boom there was a snow bank that he's in the middle right right and luckily he you know he's way up in there and he called me and he's like dude i gotta have some help but you gotta come up here and pull me up Mm -hmm. pull me out so i did luckily we managed to get him out of there but 
if he wouldn't have had cell service, they'd have been walking out of there. Right. And, you know, that's like Dan says, that you know, the priority is safety first. Uh, and, and, you know, um, it's such a narrow road that it is. It's not your typical two-lane right. highway where you can right. afford to have a vehicle down. Yeah. That entire thing is blocked if something and can't make it. A, a significant amount of time, especially, so, number one, you go up there, you know, while the road is closed on your wheeled vehicle, and if you end up getting stuck, Tow truck generally in this area isn't going to go up there. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, nine times That's out of ten. a lot of people um, talk about it. Right. Commission meeting. Yeah. Um, if not ten times out of ten, because number one, um, they're a wheeled vehicle. Number two, they're not going to risk their equipment to get your vehicle out. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, uh, maybe some folks are well off enough that they can go without a vehicle for a season, but I know I'm certainly not, <laughs> you know. Um, so just to keep these considerations in mind, like Dan says, safety is first. If you end up walking out, then we're concerned. Right? We're we're, we're potentially um, have concerns about having to get search and rescue out for folks right. if they're missing. Then there's concerns about, well, what about my vehicle? It's stuck up there. Well, there's, there's, it's that's a very hard truth. Yep. Yeah. Of, you know, um, that, that road closure is in place for a good reason. So, you know, it's, year it's, after year, there's been proven to be a reality, unfortunately. Yeah. And I'm sure that there have been vehicles. My dad and I went up elk hunting one year when I was in high school, again, Southern end mm-hmm. of the Bighorns, but we were up there elk hunting and we had taken his camper up there and stayed overnight, and it snowed, and we didn't realize it was going to snow as much as it did. Sure. So we woke up the next morning and could barely get the door open on the camper, and he's like, uh, we're getting out of here. Right, right. So we ended up leaving the camper up there. He had to go back up and get it in the spring. In the spring, yep. And that was just yep. up it's an on Hazleton. eye-opening yeah. experience yeah. when yeah. you've had that before, yeah. and, and you know now because you've so, been there Exactly. Before. So now me as an adult, I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. this time of year, I don't know if I really yep. want to go down that particular right. road. Right, so, okay. right. Makes sense. Yeah. And it's, we also understand it's hard. You know, it's, it's, we live in the base of the Bighorns. We want to enjoy those mountains. I, I truly, as, as a kid who grew up in this area and has snowmobiled those mountains and, and ATV'd them and hiked them, you know, I, I do 100% as much as I think I can understand. But like Dan says, consider your safety first. Consider the safety of the folks that would potentially have to come get you. Um, and also consider that you might be stuck up there for a, so your vehicle might be stuck up there for a season if we're not abiding by these uh, statutes and signs that are in place for a good reason. So, Let me ask you this, because I know one of the concerns that was addressed by the property owners up there is that there's not enough snow. Wow, excuse me. At the moment on the road, you know, which would kind of make people think, okay, we'll be safe to drive up there instead of using a tracked vehicle, which you can use generally during the winter. And a lot of those uh, property owners have tracked vehicles, but that tears up the tracks when there's not enough snow up there, correct? I I honestly don't know enough about tracked vehicles, to be completely honest. A little bit about uh, that. I mean, a snow machine more so because those rely on cold weather. Um, As far as the tracks on the SUVs and the ATVs, those are generally um, four-season type tracks. Oh, okay. Um, and so I think more depending on the type of vehicle, I think there's definitely limitations with the sleds right. on, on or the skis on snow machines. Right. Um, but for yeah. the four-wheeled... Well, uh, they, they need the snow to cool them on the snowmobile. As far as like and a wheeled cool ATV, you know, I have no idea. But the four-corner tracked vehicles, uh, to my knowledge, those are all season, and, and they would still be as eligible to travel As long as they're not driving right 70 now. miles an hour up, which I shouldn't be doing anyway. Uh, right, yeah. They probably right. will be. I, I would assume okay. it'd probably Generally be Generally speaking, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't yeah. ha- I don't own one. I don't know. I just yeah, I've never that owned was a one of the concerns ATV that they brought up. Vehicle only only snowmobiles. And with those, <laughs> yeah, I know 
Obviously, you need the snow, snow to cool them the down. So to cool them down. There's not a whole lot you can do with skis that if there's not do, snow anyway. So. Skis don't do very well in steering right. on hard rock. Right. Yeah. But, uh, my, my, my question would be is what are you doing taking a snowmobile up where there's no snow? <laughs> I guess. But <laughs> I don't know. Then maybe maybe I'm looking at it sideways, I guess. I don't know. And I know uh, that those those property owners that they're wanted to go up during the holidays sure. at their cabin. And right. I, I get yeah. it. If I owned one, I'd want to be up there too. But maybe... Maybe it might be just a better idea than, you know, maybe wait and go up in February or whatever. Sure. And I don't know. I don't yeah. know. But anyway, regardless, it's closed. So yeah. pay attention to what needs to, right. what you need to do. Okay. Right, right, right. Anything else on that issue? No, no, that's all I had on that, Dan. Certainly maybe. for the cabin owners, as inconvenient as it is, if they need to get up there, there's always the, the west access um, uh, coming up by the lodges. Yep. It's a bit of a... Uh, inconvenient method of getting there, but it's a also lot another longer. But yeah. at least there, there's another access to get up there. Okay, no, that's a good point. And red grade, I mean that, like you said, that's a steep thing. And even in the summertime, in the summertime, it's, it's like wow. <laughs> yeah. I, I yeah. went at that for the first time here just a couple of years ago, and yeah, it's uh, mm-hmm. it's I, it's I, pristine yeah. country and right? very steep. Yeah. So. I, I remember as a kid, my 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 dad used to tell me. Um, he would never pull his camper up that side of the mountain until the day that he did it. Um, <laughs> and then I remember him being like, well, we're not coming down this side of the mountain, uh, you know, and I, that, that was, that, that memory lives with me every time I go up that, you know, wow. You know, he was much braver that's than a, me. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if I would haul a camper up there. Yeah. That's, that's there's folks that do it. Yeah. Braver yeah. folks yeah. than me that I've yeah. seen successfully do it. I yeah. have on the Southern end down there, uh, uh, Hole in the wall area, Outlaw Canyon. Yeah, yeah. I grew up in that area. And it was the roads getting back from KC into that area, you know, or our dirt roads right. through ranch land, essentially. Yeah. Rough. There are areas of that that are very rough. And we, I hadn't been up there in years. And there's a campground now up there at the very top where the hole in the wall, or not the hole in the wall, but the outlaw cave. Oh, okay. The campground there, which has, you know, a, a potty and this, that, and the right. other. And there's a whole campground where when I was a kid, you drove up there, you parked your vehicle, you threw your camp camping gear on the ground, and then you went down into the canyon the next day. So they've done some work up there and put some amenities in there. So we drove up there. After not being up there for years and years and years, and looked, and there was like a forty-foot camper that somebody had drug up there <laughs> oh, through that, and the road was still pretty yeah. rough yeah. at that point. I'm like, yeah. how did this guy get this thing up yeah. there with not tearing all yeah. the that's underneath that's, that's under, that's but skill. they did. That's yeah. pure skill. That's what that is. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. We're gonna take a quick break. Joining me this morning, Lieutenant Devereaux Johnson and Sergeant Dan Hilsebeck with the Sheridan County Sheriff's Office. We'll be back. Got much more stuff to cover. We'll be back right after this. Federal Bank of Trust would like to recognize the final winner of the $1,000 in cash and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media. As part of their community commitment, Sheridan Sports Officials Association is receiving these funds per random drawing. We're giving $1,000 away every week to a qualified nonprofit organization. Next week, it could be your nonprofit. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. 
First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment, member FDIC. Christy Kinghorn of Buffalo Realty would like to talk to you about 38 Ridge Lane near Buffalo. This beautiful three-bedroom solar home in the country has breathtaking views of the Bighorns. Spacious kitchen and dining area with a formal living room and a separate office or family room. A wrought iron fenced-in yard is well landscaped. Plus, there's a small reservoir on the property. The home and 15.66 acres can be sold separate from the other 138 acres. If interested, call Christy Kinghorn at Buffalo Realty, connecting people with property. Wearing Sheridan Chevrolet has just slashed prices on over 40 new and pre-owned trucks and SUVs in stock. But here's the catch. The countdown's on, and you've got to hurry down and take advantage of these incredible deals before the end of the year. You're going to save thousands. If you've been holding on, your wait's over. Today's the day, the final closeout of the year. Wearing Sheridan Chevrolet sales teams in place. This is what you been waiting for experience the wearing chevrolet way of buying a vehicle 107 east alger the following message presented by first federal bank and trust sheridan's only mutual bank visit efirstfederal.bank do you need to get the word out you can use this public service announcement to get your message on the air just call sheridan media at 672-7421 and schedule a recording session with one of our producers Call 672-7421 and schedule a recording now for your public service announcement and get the word out with Sheridan Media. Public Pulse presented by First Federal Bank and Trust. Aaron Palmer filling in for Floyd Whiting this week. Joining me this morning, two individuals, Lieutenant Devereaux Johnson and Sergeant Dan Hilsebeck with the Sheridan County Sheriff's Office. We talked a little bit, bit. Try it again. We talked a little bit about the red grade road closure, which is in effect until April first. It is in effect right now, so um, just be aware of that because there are fines involved, and you don't really want to create a problem for yourself trying to go up there. Right. All right. Fair enough. Winter, even though it seems like fall still, <laughs> it's coming. Right. So we need right. to let people know what they need to do to be prepared because we all know people travel between Sheridan, Gillette, Sheridan, Buffalo, Buffalo, whatever. So there are people on the road constantly in the wintertime. Right. How prepared do we need to be and what do we need to do to prepare for winter driving? Yeah. So I talked a little bit about this last year and I, I when we when we brought it up last year, we'd had a little bit of a heavier winter, as I think we all remember. Right. Yep. Um, and this time... Um, for for this year, like you say, we still feel like we're a little bit in fall, other than the the bitterness that there was this morning, you know. Um, but you know, I, I I think it's important to to tell folks and to remind um, that you should be taking the time now before snow is actually on the ground um, to check your vehicle maintenance. You know, like like I say, last year, uh, you know, this is something that should be done before um, we're in the thick of winter, right? You don't want to have to be dealing with these things when snow is on the ground. But I'm talking about <laughs> things like checking your tires. Making your tri- making sure that tread isn't worn too, um, down too far. Get your battery tested and see how it does. Especially, this is kind of a, a great time to do it, especially while we're having these really cold, bitter mornings. Um, if there is any type of drain on it, you know, hopefully they'll be able to catch it beforehand if you do need a replacement. Um, change those wipers out just because it's inconvenient to do it when it's cold, <laughs> you yeah. know. Um, check your and lights. Yeah, those, go ahead. I'm sorry. Those those winter blades. I don't know if people have used them, but the ones that have the rubber sheath right. over them. Right. Man, those are a lifesaver yep. when are. it comes to ice and snow. Yeah. So difference. think yep. about that. True. Right. So yep. I just wanted be, to throw that. No, in. you're absolutely right. Be specific on the equipment that you're putting on the vehicle. Um, you know, it's it's worth your time. 
Um, but checking your lights, your blinkers, your reverse lights, um, some of those ones that, you know, it's easy to check the brake, uh, check the brake lights and the headlights, the brights, but check those turn signals and the reverse lights, um, little things that, you know, make sure that people can actually have a, a heads up as to what you're doing and where you're going. And use them, please. And use them. Yeah, <laughs> I absolutely. Believe how many use times them. I've seen that yep. where it's like people are slowing down. It's like, can you please yeah, tell me yeah. what you're doing? Yep. <laughs> I just, I, I, I just want to be safe too. How do we do this? Yeah. Um, and then, you know, one that gets forgotten a lot is checking your floor mats. And specifically if your vehicle uh, has retention clips um, for keeping those mats where they're supposed to be. Uh, you know, it's, 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 um, not a super common thing here in Sheridan County. I, I don't, I don't have statistics to say on this, but, um, there is a potential that once ice and water and things start freezing in the base of your vehicle on those floorboards, um, that if you don't have the, your, your floor mat secured, it can get slid up. It can affect your gas pedal. It can affect your brake pedal. You just don't want those things to be sliding around and moving around down at your feet. Um, and, uh, you know, on top of that, uh, just keeping the vehicle maintained in general, you know, making sure that you're, if you're heading out for that long trip and, you know, um, there are those times during the month that folks need to make that billings run and going up to right. Costco or something, mm-hmm. right? Um, don't forget to be, uh, try to be prepared for those long trips in the winter time and um, carrying items to try and help you in winter driver, dry, winter driving related tasks so that you might need an emergency and, you know, you spin off the side of the road, be thinking about needing a, a snow shovel, a broom, um, right. abrasive material like cat litter, things like that to, to try and help you get out of a, um, out of a bind. But, One of the things that <clears throat> my dad always said is even if you're just going from Sheridan to Buffalo, whatever, 30 mile trip. Make sure you've got gas in your vehicle. Right. Yes. Because if you do happen to drive off the road, especially if there's a storm, yep. there's no guarantee that you're going to have a vehicle drive by at any, you know, right after it happens. Right. You might be sitting there for a while. Right. And if your vehicle is able to run, mm-hmm. might want to have the heater on. Yep. So if you go, you know, if you have gas in the vehicle, then you can continue right. to run it and have the right. heater going. So and I think more so with these emergency considerations because again going back to it's deceiving without the snow on the ground Mm -hmm. the ice right now is very prevalent and unfortunately vehicle crashes are happening more often because you don't have the traction from the snow right um so having those emergency provisions in place and that's a great idea traveling with at least a half a tank of gas so you can stay warm right Mm -hmm. and i know a lot of people do that i've done it in the past where it's like "Ah, i've got a quarter of a tank it's i'll make it yeah right but right if you happen to get stuck that gas isn't going to last very long. right right never know yeah Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yep. No. And, and you know, in addition to that, that gas and trying to keep the emergency things, think, be thinking about having jumper cables, um, a jump box, you know, uh, things that might be able to help out if you're, if you're, you know, comfortable doing so and willing to help folks. If you see them stranded on the side, maybe they need a jump, maybe something's going on. Um, but also consider tow rope. Tow rope absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but you know, keeping a flashlight and warning devices, those, you know, um, flashing, um, reflective, uh, emergency triangles you can put out on the side of the road, um, again, safely. We don't want to put ourselves in a situation where um, you're not doing these things uh, and, and you know, disregarding your own or your family's safety. Um, but keep an extra blankets, a cell phone charger. Um, you know, if you can, keep some water and some type of dehydrated um, food that can last through a season, you know, at least six, seven months um, in your vehicle. Those are great options, too. And um, the last thing I like to mention is a first aid kit. Yeah. Um, keeping that thing that can help you in a, in a help you in a bind, like Dan was saying. So, well, even if you just stop, you know, at the local convenience store before you hit the highway, yeah. grab some water, grab a couple of candy bars, whatever, right. just so you right. have them yep. in case. 
Yep, yep. Just a, a good enough idea. to get you through a cold night, and yep. the first aid kit it might not even be for yourself. You might right. be first on scene to help right. somebody else right. before the the paid first responders get there. Right. Yep. Uh, my dad yep. drilled that into me when I was a kid. I always had a box in the in the trunk of my car, and now mm-hmm. I've got one in the trunk yep. too. So, yep. just one of those things to be, tra- you know, be. Pre- my dad was a Boy Scout beeper. Pre- right. Right. So, well, and you can get them in, in the really compact. I, uh, the ones I keep in our vehicles are really small. They're just blue, but they've got. About ten, um, under ten inches, correct? Big yeah, wall. throw yeah. under a seat somewhere. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And and that's the the hardest part about that is remembering you have it. Right. Um, you know they're 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 tiny. They're convenient. You throw it under the seat. You forget about it. Um, <laughs> but you don't want to forget about it when you need it. Right. Um, right. But you know I I um I was up um, back to you know the mountain. I was up uh, uh um at uh, my gosh I'm so sorry I'm forgetting uh, Bighorn Bighorn Reservoir. Huh. Um, and uh, I usually four wheel up from. Uh, uh, park reservoir or wherever I end up parking and going up in, in, into there. And when I was loading and letting my, or getting my four wheeler off the back of the pickup, I cut my hand pretty decently. And I was so, like, Oh, Hey, at I, least an hour, from I, at least an hour, you know, and it wasn't terrible. It wasn't anything that was an emergency, but I was like, Oh, Hey, I, uh, um, had completely forgotten that I had that yeah. hit in there until I was digging and I was looking for something to wrap my hand with. And I came across, I was like, Oh, well, Devereaux, maybe listen to your own That's advice of, of remembering that you have this in your vehicle. And it speaks um, highly to our area because, you know, thankfully you're prepared. But I, I'd right. say in our experience, before we even get to somebody on the mountain, there's three people already there who... We're already on the mountain offering right. help to people because right. they had those preparations. So, and right. that's that's the nice thing about where we live Absolutely. Is because people are willing to right. stop and say, hey, are you okay? You need help, whatever, and then offer. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, so you see yeah. that a lot in this part of uh, the state. So that's right. good. Yeah. And with, with uh, as many people as we've had moving into Sheridan, if you haven't had an opportunity to have a winter here yet because we haven't this year much, mm-hmm. uh, these these are things that are just good to keep yeah, in good considerations yeah. for winter. So comes. if you're new yeah. here and somebody stops to help, they're generally really wanting to help. Absolutely. <laughs> generally. Um, the only other note that I have, you know, as far as your winter season vehicle um, preparation stuff is uh, make sure you're having conversations with your new drivers, um, uh, especially yeah. if they're 16, just out. They're, they're on that I2C, um, you know, uh, license. They, they, they just remember what it was like driving for the first time in snow. You need to, you need to remember, you need to increase your, your follow distance. You need to be stopping well before or starting to slow well before those stop signs, using those blinkers, letting folks know where you're at. Mm-hmm. Um, this again, this is kind of the perfect time of time of season before the snow is on the ground to have these conversations. Um, and you can, you know, safely find a, you know, uh, a place where you can try and demonstrate some of these things to a new driver as a, as a 16 year old with a manual, um, single cab Chevy. <laughs> when I was growing, I definitely had uh, plenty of these conversations with my dad about you know, yeah. um, this is how to safely drive this vehicle that is you and know you no weight in the back end. Right. right, you have to learn. It's not something that you, you can have the conversation with your dad, but it or whomever. Mm-hmm. But when it comes down to it, you have to experience a slide and understand how to right. steer exactly. And this, that. So yep. the other thing I was going to say is, people, if you happen to have an incident with a young driver be nice give, give them a little grace yeah, yeah. because yeah. they're learning it's not their fault they didn't Absolutely. do it intentionally yeah. so i agree it, it, yeah. it's just it's a learning curve and it's a sharp one for all of us yeah and yeah. Un- until it happens it's it's trial by fire unfortunately right, right, you gotta right. you learn it as it comes up but having that conversation ahead of time <clears throat> of planning your routes uh this time of year, inevitably, I always contact a, a new driver on I-90 doing 20 miles an hour because the roads yep. are so slick. Yep. 
and it's just incredibly dangerous for them and everybody else. And uh-huh. um, having that conversation and maybe route route decision, and um, you know, unfortunately, having to get up a little bit earlier yeah. before school starts yeah. to pick a better route. No, that's a great point. But yeah, choose choose your routes. I mean, yeah. you you have to. There's I you know, made that mistake. Ahead. I was a little, more, a little older than sixteen. I think I was seventeen, but I had borrowed my stepmom's car, which was like a huge seventy-two Ford LTD land yacht. <laughs> two-wheel drive, yep. and it did fine on the interstate. I had to go up near Bighorn for whatever reason, so I had gone from Buffalo and gone the interstate and then gone back on the old highway. And I managed to put that thing, I came, started to come to a stop at the stoplight or stop sign and slid right through it and right down into the ditch and oh, kind of hit a fence yep. in that big car. And I was like, I didn't even know what to do. Yeah. And luckily this truck drove by and uh, pulled me out of there. Right. Very nice, right. but right. it it was so easy to do. You know, you Absolutely. hit the brakes, and all of a sudden you're just sliding. What do you do? Right, right. It's it's very easy, but you learn, as I said. You do. The yep. more, the more you having that conversation ahead of time could hopefully prevent that for somebody. You right. just stop distance and things, and um, you know, if you have an opportunity to practice it safely somewhere, mm-hmm. you can practice the stopping distance on vehicles. Yeah, but Wait like I said, you snows. learn it as it comes. Yep. Wait till it snows. Go find a parking lot that's empty. <laughs> and do a little bit of practice. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Gosh. Okay. But we yeah, covered that. Go yeah. ahead. On that on that note of, of driving and and you know being safe when you're driving and having these conversations, um, New Year's Eve is coming up, and um, we wanted to make sure that we put out a uh, uh, an ask and a and a message of of to please plan ahead um, for your for your New Year's Eve celebrations. Have that sober driver, um, and you know. Be aware that taxis um, can can give you rides in this town. You know we've got lots of different options. We're we're very lucky that Sheridan has some of these options. Absolutely. Take advantage of them. Um, but number one, probably top ask, <laughs> it would be to drink responsibly. Right. Um, you know, take care of yourselves. Take care of others. Um, it's New Year's Eve. It's a great time to have a great time. But um, please do so responsibly and and be careful um, with uh, with what you're doing and and. Best time to Try prepare to for that is when you're sober before it happens. Yeah. yeah. Don't uh, wait yeah. until you're five or six it, in, in the and moment. Then try to figure out how to get home. And yeah. I suspect with uh, the generally warm weather we've been having for this time of year, it'll be a pretty busy New Year's, I'm suspecting. Just mm-hmm. want everybody to be safe and mm-hmm. plan ahead and make those preparations in advance so that uh, everybody can be safe and not have to talk to one of us and, and yeah. ruin a New Year. Right. It's, yeah, yeah 100%. That's not going to be a fun thing. To deal with if you have to speak Absolutely. to you and then, right. and then spend the night somewhere other we would rather uh, shake hands and say hi and yeah. celebrate a happy new year with everybody we just uh unfortunately you know uh, we ask people to try and prepare ahead of time so that we don't have to have that uh, enforcement interaction right try and try and avoid that if we can it's it's not tough to do my wife and i when we go out you know if she decides that she wants to and we don't generally have to drink but if she we go to dinner go somewhere she wants to have a drink i don't Okay. And vice versa. Right. Right. Just say, hey, do you want? No, I don't want one. Yeah, it's a great plan. And it's yep. it, that it way. Plan. There's no question. And I know a lot of people say, well, you can have one and you'll be fine. Well, yeah, you know, somebody my size, if I have a drink, sure. I'm probably fine. Mm-hmm. But my daughter-in-law, if she has one, she weighs like 90 pounds. Sure, that might be yep. questionable yep. for her. Yep. So keep that in mind yep. too. Well, and you know, if, if if you don't drink often, you you know, it, you definitely might feel those effects a little bit. Right. Um, a little bit earlier than somebody else, but that that's that's a great plan. Is I mean, especially if you're with family and friends, having that designated driver beforehand. I mean, like Dan said, 
while you're sober is the best best time to make that plan. So, Okay, let's go ahead and take another quick break right there. Joining me this morning, let me get my notes here, Devereaux Johnson and Sergeant Dan Hilsebeck, Lieutenant Devereaux Johnson, with the Sheridan County Sheriff's Office. We'll be back and talk about more stuff right after First Federal Bank and Trust presents the return of Dining for a Cause at Smith Alley Brewing on Monday, January 22nd from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. Our goal is to support local restaurants and nonprofits. On January 22nd, help us support the incredible work of the Sheridan Foster Parent Exchange. First Federal will match the restaurant's proceeds from that day up to $10,000. Dining for a Cause, Monday, January 22nd at Smith Alley Brewing, with proceeds benefiting Sheridan Foster Parent Exchange. Dining for a Cause, presented by First Federal Bank and Trust. This is Dan Marshall at Captain Clean, and did you know that your carpet serves as the number two air filtration device in your home or office, and it's a great thing. Allergens are filtered and trapped in the fiber of your carpet, and over time, they can build up and significantly reduce your carpet's ability to filter them out of the air. The easiest way to help keep the air in your home clean this winter is to call Captain Clean today and schedule a winter carpet cleaning. 672-0726. Captain Clean. Affordable choices for healthy living. Delicious McDonald's deals are now more fun, more accessible, and better than ever through the McDonald's mobile app. Download the McDonald's app, join My McDonald's Rewards to get your free large fries with a $1 minimum purchase. Plus, when you join My McDonald's Rewards, you start earning points on every eligible order. Points you can put towards more free food. Just order, relax, and enjoy. Go to the Google Play or Apple App Store, download the McDonald's mobile app, and start saving. Download it now! Happy New Year from all of us at Heartland Kubota. Hi, this is Krista. Our entire Heartland Kubota family would like to say thank you for your friendship, goodwill, loyalty, and patronage. I hope that happiness and good cheer will be with you for the new year. Vow to do some of the things you've always wanted to do but couldn't find the time. Call up a forgotten friend, smile more, spend more time with your family and friends. May the new year bring you joyful hours, pleasant memories, and much happiness. Happy New Year from all of us at Heartland Kubota, 2450 Heartland Drive. So, my New Year's resolution is to never take a sleeping pill and a laxative on the same night again. Your resolution should be to get that broke-down 4x4 side-by-side that you're never going to ride again out of the backyard. Handles will come and take a look at it, make you an offer, and if you take them up on it, Handles will come out and get that old girl out of your yard and out of your hair. Have a safe and happy New Year from Handles Service Center on Sheridan's Heartland Drive or on the web at handlesservicecenter.com. Tune in to SheridanMedia.com for the ultimate online auction experience. Discover unbeatable deals on hot buys right now. Local retailers offering must-have items starting at half off of retail value. From dining certificates to beauty, automotive, and a bunch more. Bid your way to incredible savings. Get over to hot buys for the bidding frenzy right now and ending at 8 p.m. tonight. Don't miss out on the hottest deals in town. Only at SheridanMedia.com. Get ready to bid, win, and save. Public Pulse on KROE, brought to you by First Federal Bank and Trust. Aaron Palmer filling in for Floyd Whiting this week. And joining me this morning from the Sheridan County Sheriff's uh, Department, Lieutenant Devereaux Johnson and Sergeant Dan Hilsebeck. And we've covered the closure on red grade. We discovered or discovered, covered uh, what to do with your vehicle, how to be prepared for winter. And 
we're going to talk about scams. Yeah. Yeah, and that's it's, that's an, a major issue now, isn't right. it? It's getting worse. Yeah, yeah. well, and it, it's you know I think every time um, uh, you know I discuss this with Floyd, um, it's I, I I generally say it's unfortunate that we have to cover this. Right. Um, you know I think we do it basically every show, but um, it's better to cover it than to live in the ignorance that it's occurring and not be aware. So right. as much information as we can can get out there, so that folks are. Um, you know, more up to date with what's going on is the better. So, um, I wanted to talk a little bit about a Wyoming Medicaid offer. Um, I'm sorry, a Wyoming Medicaid offer scam that's that's going on. And Sergeant Hillsbeck has some um, AI software that he'd like to t- discuss. So I, I won't okay. take up too much time with this. Um, but to my knowledge, we've had at least two people um, contacted in Sheridan County regarding this Medicaid offer. Uh, uh, we had a gentleman call and make us aware of it um, last week, so I wanted to make sure that we get this information out. Um, and this is directly from the actual Medicaid, Wyoming Medicaid uh, Department of Public Health website as to what's going on. But basically, there's been reports of fake texts um, and bogus calls that are seeking money. Um, Wyoming Medicaid's trying to alert residents about the uh, renewal scams, um, and which is what they are that are targeting the program clients. Uh, as I said, the uh, Wyoming Medicaid is part of the Wyoming Department of Health. Um, I'm sorry, I said public health. It's Wyoming Department of Health. And so basically some clients are, are receiving text messages claiming that their Medicaid coverage was at risk for cancellation um, or that they have already lost benefits. When the client called the listed number that was provided in that text, uh, they're threatened and asked for money to continue their benefit that they um, you know, had already been receiving. Um, Swimming Medicaid and related kid care CHIP or CHIP program um, wanted to make sure that they get the message out there that they will never charge or ask for money from individuals to enroll or re-enroll. No one should share banking or credit card information with anyone that calls claiming to be from Wyoming Medicaid or the Department of Health. So just one more time. They will never charge or ask for money from individuals to enroll or re-enroll. No, do not share that banking or credit card information with someone that's threatening that information or threatening your, um, you know, where they're going to cancel if they don't receive any any funds from you. Now, they do send legitimate text messages to clients with important information regarding updating their contact information, completing renewals, and taking surveys but they don't discuss a specific person's potential loss of coverage. And again, they don't seek money through this. Um, Yeah. And so, you know, the department of health, Wyoming department of health is saying the exact same thing um, that that we say all the time on the show is um, to contact them directly. If you're concerned. And that's, that's what we say in here every time is if you're concerned, um, call them directly, you know, and, and I think last time we were on the show, I was talking about some package issues, especially with the holidays coming up. Um, there was some fake text messages that would say, you know, click on this link for your tracking information from, and, you know, I saw it from FedEx and from um, the Postal Service. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, you know, when you click on that, it takes you somewhere that you don't need to be and, and ultimately tries to get, again, it, the goal is almost always money or your right. specific personal information to try and, and fraudulently obtain money or, or, or you know, um, uh, try and do something illegitimate. Uh, so again, you know, as, and I won't step on Sergeant Hillsbeck's toes with what he's going to talk about with this AI stuff, but if you ever have a concern, um, hang up, 
or if you get a text message you're concerned about, don't follow the link. Do your own research. Get a hold of use the phone book if you have to. If you don't want to call, trust that, call, call them. Call and, and and talk to someone directly, and they can tell you what's going on. So good advice. And and you touched on it. At some point, we'll find somebody who's a an advertising or slogan expert to come up with a clever saying for us. But if if you did not call the person or reach out to them, don't communicate. Initiate your own contact with these people. Um, if they're, you know, if Wyoming Department of Health is sending a message, which they will do to update contact information, maybe don't respond to that message. Just contact them yourself with the un- number you have found yourself for the valid department. Um, kind of tying into that um, in an effort to try and get ahead of scams, because we're always, uh, unfortunately, responding to them. Um, with AI technology becoming uh, more realistic now and chat GB, uh, GPT and some of these other um, publicly available AI softwares, um, what's now becoming a concern is even if um, you're not the one reaching out or communicating with people, the AI technology is getting to the point now where there's legitimate concerns for, for bank account security where if somebody was to call you and AI is uh, available to this scammer, um, they're at the point now where they can start replicating people's voices. Right. And so what the big push now among scammers is, is instead of trying to convince people to send them money, which people I think now are educated enough to be aware that that's a, a scam. Now people are just having a conversation that has nothing to do with anything in order to get you to say yes, in order to get you to say no, in order to get you to say your name one, two, three times. Because as they replicate your voice, the more opportunity they have for you to say those things, they're now able to access um, potential bank account information from replicated voices on the voice uh, initiated bank account software. Um, I, I heard a, a really interesting radio show here actually within the week and uh, a great uh, bit of advice that they shared with this concern um, was having a, a word among family members, uh, whatever that might be. And I'll even take that a step further, have a safe sentence um, because if somebody calls you in, in Floyd, I think when we first started talking about scams a, a couple years ago, a big one at that time was, hey, I'm your grandchild. I'm emailing you from a hidden account, but I need uh, money because I've been taken into jail wherever I'm mm-hmm. at. Um, those, I think people are aware of those enough now, but now that might be a phone call that is actually your child's voice, your grandchild's voice that's been replicated from AI. Um, have that sentence, whatever that may be, the cat walks the dog in the snow, anything that is so obscure and, and unorthodox. That, that they would never think of. Correct. Right? Yeah. And we had a show about this recently because even our tech guys here at the station were telling us that this stuff is real. Absolutely. And they can absolutely create your voice. I mean, they can take snippets of your voice and create an entire conversation with that. That is scary. It is. Joe Rogan, I think everybody's aware of his podcast. There, There is a... With free software, somebody replicated a radio show conversation or a podcast conversation for an hour to the extent that Joe Rogan himself was commenting that he couldn't tell the separation in his own voice. Um, that technology is so advanced yeah. now. And then like you guys said, with replicating of your voices, everything else, Wyoming has a very can-do spirit. And, and people who live here are very independent and can-do and are not typically afraid of these people. Mm-hmm. One thing that concerns me with that attitude is every time we give these discussions on avoiding scammers is I like to mess with them a little bit on the phone. Hang up. If you did not make the call, if you did not make that text, disconnect and, and originate your own conversation, whether that's with the Department of Wyoming Health, somebody claiming to be from the bank, even if it's your own family member, hang up and initiate your own conversation. 
um, and make sure to maybe have that plan in place ahead of time now before this becomes a major issue in our area uh, of whatever that sentence is that only you and your family members know. Um, because if this conversation was to come up, it's hard to tell one voice from the next now with this technology. And so just having that plan in place and, and um, you know, having some obscure sentence that only you and your family know in order to prevent yourself from being scammed. But the, the biggest thing we try and repeat over and over is if you did not initiate contact, end it. Um, Hang up. Make your own contact. Hang up, disconnect, and then initiate your own contact with right. the valid numbers that you know and, and you research and call these locations. If you're concerned that this is your grandson, granddaughter, Absolutely. whatever, call them. Absolutely. Just call them. Hey, did you just call me? Simple procedure. And right. But we don't think about that. We don't. Initially. Technology is such now that they can call you from the exact phone number and potentially using the exact up. voice there, of a family right. member. Absolutely. That is nuts. That is crazy. So just something to be aware of. We're trying to get right. ahead of that. Thankfully, we haven't had an example of that yet. Um, so this is uh, in an effort to be prevented in the major. It before yeah. it happens. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Um, let's go ahead and take another quick break right there, and we will come back, and we're going to talk about the statute of the month and kind of wrap things up. All right. Sounds good. good. You guys, we'll be back right after this. First Federal Bank and Trust presents the return of Dining for a Cause at Smith Alley Brewing on Monday, January 22nd from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. Our goal is to support local restaurants and nonprofits. On January 22nd, help us support the incredible work of the Sheridan Foster Parent Exchange. First Federal will match the restaurant's proceeds from that day up to $10,000. Dining for a Cause, Monday, January 22nd at Smith Alley Brewing, with proceeds benefiting Sheridan Foster Parent Exchange. Dining for a Cause, presented by First Federal Bank and Trust. Once again, the Wild Theater's Classic Western Film Festival takes you back to the days of White Hat Good, Black Hat Bad. Every Sunday in January, the Y.O. will feature an iconic Western film introduced by a local luminary. Renowned horseman Buck Brannaman introduces Tom Horn, starring Steve McQueen in his historical treatment of Western justice and injustice. Next, it's Craig Johnson hosting Blood on the Moon. Robert Mitchum in a small rancher versus Cattlemen's Association, Gunman Tale, and a choice between old loyalties and the Code of the West. Then it's Yellow Sky, hosted by Aaron Linden. Badman Gregory Peck is metamorphosed from outlaw to in-law in a ghost town hiding a golden fortune, time to dig or time to die. And our finale film, hosted by Sean Patrick Higgins. Shane, epic is the word for Alan Ladd. And yeah, that was Wilson. He was fast, fast on the draw. And Shane, free popcorn and great door price. All movies start at 2 p.m. each Sunday afternoon. The holiday season is upon us, and the Wyoming Beer Distributors Association would like to remind you to enjoy your favorite alcoholic beverage responsibly. If you've had too much to drink, don't drive. If you host a party, be the perfect host to make sure your guests don't drive with one too many under their belt. Drinking and driving just don't mix. The Wyoming Beer Distributors wish everyone a happy and safe holiday season. This message sponsored by the Wyoming Beer Distributors Association, the Wyoming Association of Broadcasters, and this station. Hi, this is Brad with Prime Rate Motors, where we are interested in paying cash for your vehicle, camper, or trailers. With the overwhelming demand right now, Prime Rate Motors wants to not only work with you to get you a fair price for your vehicle, we want to restock our lot with some local-owned units. Payments too high, we also do down trades. Stop out to Prime Rate Motors and let us evaluate your vehicle. Discuss what works for you and then make the deal happen. Prime Rate Motors and Super Trailer Store. See us online at primeratemotors.com. 
Fox Sports Radio is back in Sheridan every day, all day long, starting January 1st. Tune into the best sports lineup in the nation every single day on Sheridan Media's 106.3 FM. The best sporting lineup in the nation all day, every day, 24-7. Sheridan Media's 106.3 FM and online at SheridanMedia.com. We are Public Pulse presented by First Federal Bank and Trust. Aaron Palmer filling in for Floyd Whiting this week. And joining me this morning, two two guys from the Sheridan County Sheriff's Office. Lieutenant Devereaux Johnson and Sergeant Dan Hilsebeck. Good morning again. Morning to you. We talked about red grade. We talked about all kinds of stuff that uh, people need to be aware of. One of the things that we have left here is the statute of the month. So this is a law that people, I guess you guys bring these in just to let people know, hey, this is actually on the books. You might want to be aware of this. Correct. So which is the one we want to talk about today? So this month, um, and and it definitely goes along with the seasons of the year and what we're seeing, any trends. Um, You know, last month I wanted to make sure, I apologize, two months ago, um, I wanted to make sure we covered uh, cutting through uncontrolled parking lots, trying to avoid traffic signal devices, ah. um, things like that, you know, and that's unfortunately one that I, I think I, um, I think all of us in law enforcement probably see far too often when, I mean, you're talking about something that's, um, might be a couple seconds of a, of a saving time move, but is potentially, um, dangerous to the individuals in those parking lots. Right. Um, and this kind of goes hand in hand with that, especially as we start, um, getting snow, like, again, we'll see how long that takes um it might i might be saying this again next month um but this month i want to make sure we cover uh when you're emerging from alleys buildings um private uh, building parking lots private roads and driveways that uh it is state statute that you need to come to a complete stop before you're leaving an alleyway a parking lot a private road or a driveway um and like i say it's not only for the safety of the motorists and and i and uh, i think all of us in law enforcement also understand you're you're exiting a business parking lot and you see you know now is my opportunity there's a gap in the road i need to i need to get out and get into traffic right now i understand that and i think we're all probably a little guilty of that but we have to remember that it's not just for the safety of the motorists it's for the safety of the pedestrians on the sidewalks um we have to make sure that we're keeping in mind um that there's folks that are walking all year round and not just you know in the summer and and uh you know as the as it starts cooling down outside we do start seeing snow. There's still folks walking. And, you know, um, we, we mentioned a little while ago, but that snow and ice on the ground is going to increase your stopping distance that you need. Um, so keep that in mind when you're thinking, I need to come to a stop before that stop sign. I need to come to a complete stop. So I'm watching out for these pedestrians and I need to come to that complete stop to ensure that I have enough time to enter the roadway, especially if I'm sitting on snow and ice, if, especially if not in a four wheel drive or, you know, whatever the case may be. Um, the last note that I just would like to make on that is be extra careful, stop every time, um, but especially consider if there's piled snow that may impede vision. Okay, so that's gonna that's gonna do it. Very we good. Just ran out of time. Well <laughs> Thanks, guys. Joining me this morning, Lieutenant Devereaux Johnson and Sergeant Dan Hilsbeck, Sheridan County Sheriff's Office. Thanks, gentlemen. Appreciate Thanks it. Thanks for having us. Appreciate that's it. Public Pulse. We'll be back tomorrow. First Federal Bank of Trust would like to recognize the final winner of the $1,000 in cash and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media as part of their community commitment 
Sheridan Sports Officials Association is receiving these funds per random drawing. We're giving $1,000 away every week to a qualified nonprofit organization. Next week, it could be your nonprofit. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment, member FDIC. Welcome in 2024 with a bang with fireworks from Whizbang Fireworks. Whizbang Fireworks has a great selection of fireworks in all varieties. Start the New Year's celebration off with fireworks. North Main Street behind Pizza Hut, Whizbang Fireworks will be open Friday, December 29th through Sunday, December 31st from noon to 5 p.m. Use caution with fireworks and follow local laws. Celebrate 2024 with fireworks from Whizbang Fireworks on North Main Street behind Pizza Hut. Canned Ice Ice Baby here with Sheridan Honda and Power Sports First Northern Bank Pro Football Pick'em. Here's what happened in the KROE studio this week. Melanie faltering just a little bit. That's all it takes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like horse racing. All you need is that little gap. <laughs> is it though? James? I don't know. Do you know about horse racing? <laughs> I, yeah. We used to race horses. Actually, we, when I lived in Florida, we used to train racehorses. So I would go to the track like every, every other but weekend. But did you win there? I know. Well, I was eight, so. So no. No, no. I was just like, That's ooh, why we horses. Call the bookie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was born into this business. <laughs> he, was, he was making picks then, you know. Maybe I should, you know, rather than do all the work of training him, yeah. just make the Don't picks. ask for your picks on the ponies, though, because I, I can't help you there. <laughs> okay. The Rookie, Andrew Boynt here with First Northern Bank. Play along with us every week for a chance to win a prize. This week, it's a $100 gift card to the Warehouse Gastropub. Just go to the contest page on SheridanMedia.com and click on the Pro Football Pick'em banner. Happy New Year from all of us at Heartland Kubota. Hi, this is Krista. Our entire Heartland Kubota family would like to say thank you for your friendship, goodwill, loyalty, and patronage. I hope that happiness and good cheer will be with you for the new year. Vow to do some of the things you've always wanted to do but couldn't find the time. Call up a forgotten friend, smile more, spend more time with your family and friends. May the new year bring you joyful hours, pleasant memories, and much happiness. Happy New Year from all of us at Heartland Kubota, 2450 Heartland Drive. Get a running start to the new year. Check out the Sheridan Recreation District's Resolution 5K Run. The fun begins January 6th at the Rec District office with the race starting at 10. You can pre-register now through January 5th for $10 or on race day at 9.30 for $15. Plus, there'll be raffle for prizes from Pure Energy Fitness following the race. Make this year count. And what better way than with a Resolution 5K? Register now at Sheridan Recreation. 